Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Welcome into this Friday show. It wouldn't be a Friday show if we weren't uh, running right up to the second to get the show going. Uh, I guess so, yeah. Show sponsored in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Big show today. High school football, we'll get you ready for week six in high school football. Not only in the EPAC, but this week we'll actually get you ready for some AAA high school football. We'll have our buddy from the Herald-Dispatch in Huntington, Luke Creasy, on a talk uh, Huntington, Spring Valley, and more AAA matchups. That's at twelve fifteen, and then we'll preview Shepherd, WVU, Marshall, and then Washington Football Team, Steelers, Ravens, other top games. It's, it's a football Friday here on the Sports Mix. Yep, it's it should be a great week. Uh, great games tonight going on in the EPAC, and some exciting games in AAA as well. So, and I'm excited uh, about football this week. I think. As always, you're excited for football, right? But, you know, Shepard's got a rivalry matchup tomorrow. And, of course, you know, Sunday action is always thrilling. So, um, you know, it's a big week. And as we head into the second half of the season in high school football, that's going to be determined. And it starts with this week. And this is kind of the uh, the starting point for the playoff push. Yeah, we'll, we'll start out with our game that we'll have on our TV and radio tonight. That will be... Martinsburg hosting Washington as Washington travels up Route 9. It is Martinsburg's homecoming. And it's a, as always, it's a it's a big game for Martinsburg. It's only their second home game of the year. Yeah, it seems like it's been forever since they played a home game and haven't been out on that field a whole lot. So, you know, you have homecoming here in early October, which is always weird. Um, you know, that's sometimes how the high school schedule works out, that you don't because typically, you know, homecoming is like middle or late October. Yeah, I've seen some teams have it in September too. So oh, I think when I was in high school, we had September twenty something. I remember my senior year, we had like five straight home games to begin the year or something. It was really weird. So like so we had like had senior night. Rogue, we had like senior games? night. It wasn't five straight. It was like four, three or four. So we had like senior night, uh, like before our last actual home game. <laughs> So it was weird. It was like, and then we had homecoming like the week after or something. I don't remember, but it was it was a weird situation. So sometimes that's how it works out in high school. Yeah, and uh, we'll just play some little bites of what you'll hear tonight when you tune into the pregame show. We'll start with uh, Coach Simpson, and he's kind of all about trying to let, make sure his team plays their game and doesn't kind of get caught up in playing Martinsburg and knowing that they'll the scoreboard will probably could be lopsided tonight we're going to go out and we're going to play our game uh you know the we run a single wing we run it for a reason uh we feel like it gives us the best opportunity to be successful on offense uh it helps our defense and helps our special teams and so you know we're coming out and we're gonna we're gonna play as as downhill and as physical as we can against a great marchburg team 
pretty uh, interesting quote. Is it, it's their, I mean, it's their offense. That's how they run their offense. They're not going to let anybody dictate how they run their offense. If you're going to beat Martinsburg and you're not one of the top teams in the state, which you know Washington so far hasn't proven to be one of the top teams, the way to do that is to control the clock and control possession. So a team like Washington and a team like Hedgesville who run that single wing offense, you know they're going to play power football. And they're going to try to control the clock and limit Martinsburg's possessions, especially. But what Martinsburg kind of does to hurt that, too, I mean, with those short fields, it's only so much clock you can kill. And obviously, Martinsburg has the talent to prevent you from scoring, even with a short field. So it is going to be the key for Washington. Obviously, they want to grind it out. They want to have the control of the football and control the time of possession. But that's kind of something Martinsburg does with those short kicks is they make it so you really can't have the ball that long because you can't go on those big 10 play drives usually when you're starting you know with a 60 yard field yeah and let's now let's play Britt sherman's sound bite here talking about how washington kind of loves that running style offense and it's kind of the old the old way they're kind of bringing back the old way you know coach simpson does a really good job those guys um you know do their job they they block really well they you know they're gritty they run really well um they don't have a lot of flashy kids that that are going to make 50 60 yard runs on you but uh you know they can pick up four or five yards here and there and chip away at it and they they play really sound football and if you want to hear the rest of that interview tune in tonight to the pregame show starting at 6 p.m following the sports mix at 5 p.m tonight and there'll be a lot more than that, and you'll hear from all the coaches as we check as we go through the check of the area schedule brought to you by Rock's local markets. Now let's go through the area schedule and just kind of get a brief couple minute overview. We have a couple minutes before we got to hit our break. So the first kind of, I guess you'd say it's a big game because Jefferson's playing and they're currently undefeated. The only other undefeated in the EPAC. They are hosting South Hagerstown just trying to stay undefeated and trying to kind of not get too much ahead of themselves. Yeah, it's a big game, obviously, you know, for Jefferson trying to stay undefeated and trying to keep pace with a team like Martinsburg. So, you know, for playoff standings, it's going to be big. And I think this Cougars team, you know, they'll they'll definitely come to play tonight and should be able to come away with another win, especially playing at home. Yeah, it'll be a big game. And then the only other EPAC, EPAC matchup is Hedgesville traveling to Spring Mills. Spring Mills homecoming as well. Also their first home game that they'll have fans in over a, two, since 2019. Yeah, that's interesting too, right? Because they had that homecoming. Washington game canceled. Homecoming's your your home opener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's, that's a huge game. We talked about it all week. You know, these two programs are both trying to prove themselves to be contenders or playoff teams and whoever wins this game will have a shot to get one of those 14 15 16 maybe even higher seeds come the postseason time so it's a huge game it's a rivalry game that will certainly be i think a great football game between those two teams yeah and then the only other epac matchup has muscleman traveling to morgantown and you know uh muscleman just trying to get back in the win call yeah and i really do think that Musselman showed you know against Sharando that they have the ability still even with all the injuries to put up points so their defense is going to be key Morgantown's a physical football team we saw that against Hedgesville how they were kind of able to roll over them so how does Musselman rise to the challenge 
and you know try to get back in that win column because this season has gone completely differently than they originally intended it to since the Martinsburg game with all the injuries they've suffered so now you know you're trying to kind of build on what you have and and find a way to win and I think Musselman's going to at least put up a good fight tonight if not get back in the win column yeah and I think so as well now we'll hit our break the segment sponsored in part by Sunset Water Services sunsetwater.com proudly installing water softeners in Martinsburg and Berkeley County since 1989. We come back on the Sports Mix. We'll be joined by the Herald Dispatches. Luke Creasy will talk Spring Valley at Huntington and some more big AAA matchups around the state. It's next on the Sports Mix. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a Platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. You've put up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. Hello, racing fans. Get set for the best of thoroughbred racing action Saturday, October 9th at the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. West Virginia Breeders Classic 35 features West Virginia's finest, best, and fastest thoroughbreds. Champions are made at the Classics, vying for $300,000 from the features race with a million dollars in total purses. No admission fee is required for these nine action-packed races for West Virginia-owned, trained, and bred thoroughbreds. Post time is 7 p.m. Saturday, October 9th at Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. Enjoy an exciting night of racing and try your luck at the casino. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. It's that time of year again. It's time for the Tournament of Champions at the Woods Golf Course this Friday, October 1st. We'd like to give a shout-out to the teams competing. Jump, the Woods Member Charity Tournament, Meals on Wheels, South Spirit Show Choir of South Middle School, Martinsburg Berkeley County Chamber of Commerce, the Rotary Club of Martinsburg, Hedgesville High School Baseball Boosters, Martinsburg High School Football Boosters, the Eastern Panhandle Home Builders Association, Martinsburg Elks Launch 778, the Fulton Walker Scholarship, and the Bernie Hustler Memorial Golf Classic. Again, best of luck to these teams on Friday at the Tournament of Champions. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. This segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding. Outdoor living. Family owned and operated at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go online at Orsini's.com. 
Well, now welcome to the program, our old buddy, now working for HD Media, Luke Creasy. How you doing today, Luke? Yeah, doing well, Spencer. How are you guys up there? Doing pretty well, and uh, you're actually on the air with us. Hey, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's nice to be on the show. We tried a couple weeks ago. It didn't work out, but, uh, you know, nice to be on here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, we'll talk about some AAA matchups kind of in that end of the state, but you got a rare Friday night off tonight. How's it feel? Yeah, it, uh, you know, it, it is extremely rare, um, but uh, working today to uh, to get some prep uh, ahead of the Marshall game tomorrow, I'm making the trip down to Murfreesboro, uh, and uh, so I'll have the coverage down there tomorrow. So it, it, it resulted in a Friday night off, uh, which is rare, but I'll take it. Uh, but, man, some really good matchups uh, in this area. A lot of – actually, in Huntington uh, area, a lot of our teams are actually on the road this week. Um, so, you know, a few games to pick from, but but the few we do have are, are, uh, are, are pretty good on the schedule. Yeah, start with that uh, huge game between Spring Valley and Huntington. Obviously, a top ten matchup in two teams that I'm sure you've seen a lot of. So, what are you kind of looking forward to about that one tonight? Yeah, it, it, I, I think this year um, the, the game, you know, it has a, even a little more hype around it than it, than it maybe normally does. Um, these two teams didn't get to meet last year. Um, COVID canceled that game, and I was talking to Spring Valley's head coach yesterday. He said, you know, it's kind of weird because normally you're keeping tabs on the uh, on the teams that are around you, trying to see what they're doing all the time. And um, they didn't even exchange film last year. Uh, the, the, the first look these guys got at each other happened in seven-on-seven seven drills over the summer. And uh, if you've kept track of Spring Valley this year, um, they're throwing the ball a lot more. Uh, Dalton Fouts has a chance to go over a 1,000 yards uh, passing on the season tonight, which um, hadn't happened in the Spring Valley quarterback for a long time. Um, so Spring Valley is going to bring a balanced attack, and Huntington reflects a lot of that too. Two teams that that on paper are very, very, very similar. Um, Gavin Lockow, um, there for Huntington, uh, can throw the ball. He's shown a lot of skill, um, and and but really both teams have have some impressive skill on either side of the ball. For Spring Valley, it's uh, it's Ty Bartram, um, the newcomer. Uh, moved back to the area when his dad, Mike Bartram, uh, former NFL player, and uh, now an assistant on Marshall's staff. Kai um, Bartram's made, made a huge difference for that ball club. Uh, Dalton Faust has thrown 13 touchdowns. Eight of those have gone to Bartram, who uh, just uh, knows how to make people miss and, and is a playmaker with the ball in his hand. So it should be a, a great matchup. Lots to, lots to like on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and and those defenses will be put to the test tonight. And obviously looking at Spring Valley, they came into that week one game against Cabell Midland as the favorite, but they got upset. So now they're 4-1 on the year. Huntington 5-0 and on the season. Number 8 versus number 1. Maybe a potential upset tonight? Yeah, it could be. Um, yeah, I think Spring Valley has their heads on straight. Um, at least that, that that's, the, that's the feel I got from from talking to their coach yesterday, but man, you mentioned that Midland matchup, and 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 really, what a disservice to both of those teams to have have them face off week one. Uh, I mean, talk about rival, rivalry matchups. Spring Valley didn't really have an identity at that point. Um, they've started to develop that identity. Uh, you know, they're outscoring in their last three games. They're outscoring opponents one hundred and seventy to thirty six. 
um, and they put up over 50 in each of their last three games. So, um, you know, I, I, I think with Spring Valley having their identity kind of in hand, um, they know what they want to do. Huntington knows what they want to do. And so it's really just going to be about who executes well. And I think you'll get a better sense of, um, you know, of what Spring Valley is capable of in a big-time matchup. Um, last week, a top-ten matchup for the Wolves as well. They had South Charleston at home. Um, turned into a 45-point blowout. Uh, now South Charleston was down two of their better receivers, but I don't know that that makes a 45-point difference in a game like that. But Spring Valley showed up uh, w- when they've been called upon, and, um, man, the, the, the task is tall uh, for the Timberwolves tonight. Huntington High is playing some really good football um, on both sides. They're sound in all three phases of the game. And uh, Spring Valley, uh, they're, they're relatively young in terms of uh, kind of what they're used to. They're not as deep. Um, but the skill they have um, in their starting lineup, uh, you know, 11 guys on both sides of the ball that, that can make plays. And so um, I'm not going to predict any upsets, but uh, it, it'll be a good game up on Highlander Mountaintop. And, you know, teams that, that are familiar with each other, and uh, it, it should make for a good ball game. Luke, does it seem like this one too? I mean, these are obviously two of the top teams in the state, and whoever wins tonight could be the team that maybe challenges Martinsburg in in the uh, playoff come playoff time. Yeah, it feels like it. Um, you know, I, I think when you look at three major teams in our area down here in Huntington, as far as you know, AAA goes. I mean, you've got Cabell Midland, Huntington, and Spring Valley, um, and, and each of those three teams are going to have to go through one another. Um, Huntington High beat Midland earlier this year. Midland beat Spring Valley, and so you know I, I think you're you're going to see teams that are familiar with one another, and uh, that you know are, are going to have to go through most likely one another in, in order to even you know be in the conversation with Martinsburg there at the end. Um, so I, man, I think it sets up really well. Um, you know, the, the winner of this game tonight, you know, if Huntington should win. Um, they're going to be in a great position come playoff time because you look at the the amount of points they're going to get um, for for beating both Cabell Midland and Spring Valley. For Spring Valley, you know they've got to go out and prove themselves. They've already lost to Cabell Midland this year. Uh, now winners of four straight. Um, you you really don't want to let this one get away from me for the Timberwolves. Um, so so I, I think they've got a lot to prove tonight. And looking at some other games, you just mentioned Cabell Midland. They travel to Oak Hill. Oak Hill two and three on the season. Cabell Midland four and one. What are you looking for in that game? Uh, Cabell Midland, if if they can control possession like they have um, so far this year, um, they're not going to have any problem with, with Oak Hill. Uh, I, I I don't foresee uh, at least. Um, you know, you, you look at Jackson Fetty. Um, he's been their workhorse this year. And Fetty, a guy who has kind of come into his own um, this year, you know, he's carried the ball um, probably 75 to 80% of the time for the Knights. And if they do that and have their way on the ground, um, Cabell Midland is a tough out. And so um, Oklahoma's going to have their work – or Oklahoma, shoot. Um, Oak Hill, <laughs> goodness, Oklahoma. I'm thinking back on – college football matchups last week um oak hill sorry is gonna have their work cut out for him but uh cabell midland just a really good squad all the way around south charleston this week uh trying to come off of 
you know, obviously a pretty embarrassing loss at, you know, losing that badly to Spring Valley. So how do you think they bounce back against uh, George Washington this week? Well, that, that, that's a tough rebound game. Um, you know, when you're talking about how, uh, you know, how poorly South Charleston played last week, GW, uh, a, a really good program. Um, I, I got to see them earlier this year down at Ashland. Um, and, you know, th- they've got some playmakers too. South Charleston, you know, I, I, I don't want to say throw last week out the window um, because, you know, you never know w- what happens when, you know, some of the guys you, you rely upon are missing. I talked to Coach Donnie Mays after that loss, and uh, he said, you know, we were down two guys, and two guys that are very important to our offense. And um, without those guys in there um, – it, it really threw the, the Black Eagles for a loop on offense. They couldn't figure out who they were going to rely on. Trey Dunn didn't have um, those weapons on the outside um, like he's going to have if those guys are back tonight. And I haven't heard word if they're if they're back. It was a team discipline issue last week. So um, I, I would imagine after seeing your team struggle w- without you um, that, that they kind of got their act together. And uh, we'll be back on the field tonight. But uh, South Charleston, it, you know, they're a talented squad. Um, and so I, I think that, that'll be a good game um, for George Washington, uh, a good test for them. Who George Washington has, has a couple quality wins on, on their uh, schedule so far this year. So. so looking down the schedule, I'll hopefully get to see you for a little bit in about four weeks as Martinsburg goes to Spring Valley. Could be a key matchup at the end of the season. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, here we are talking about you know uh, who's got a shot at Martinsburg in the playoffs, and um, they got a shot at him in the regular season. Spring Valley's schedule is is not one that's uh, is very favorable to them, especially you know with how young they are. Um, you know, you talk about opening with Cabell Midland, you've got um, Huntington, who's always a solid game in your region. South Charleston, a top ranked team. Uh, in class uh, AAA, they've got Fairmont Senior coming to coming to Huntington here in a couple of weeks. That game was supposed to be next week, actually. Um, and I think that uh, the Polar Bears have some um, COVID issues, and so that game got bumped back for for a couple of weeks, which was Spring Valley's open date on the twenty second. But um, if you're talking about some of the some of the traditional powers in Class A uh, or Class AAA um, on the schedule for the Timberwolves and I think that matchup with Martinsburg is one that everybody kind of has circled, um, especially for this area. Of course, Spring Valley makes the trip up there last year and knocks knocks off the Bulldogs um, in a really tough-fought matchup. But uh, I think that kind of opens some eyes uh, to what Spring Valley could be if you know if all of their offensive weapons are firing on all cylinders, and uh, that will be one um, that, that will be a highlight. And the hot ticket in this area when it comes around later this month. And Luke, you mentioned how you'll be uh, at the Marshall game in Murfreesboro tomorrow. So, uh, what are you looking forward to about that one? Um, I think that uh, Marshall's looking forward to another opportunity to kind of prove themselves and see if they can uh, play four quarters of football. That's been the issue uh, the last couple of weeks. You look at um, after a two and zero start. Uh, you look at what very could, what very easily could have been four zero for the Thundering Herd. Um, you let a seventeen point lead slip away at home against ECU. 
you, you blow an 11-point lead in the fourth quarter at Appalachian State coming off a short week last week. So you've had 10 days rest now. Um, and, and so how do you kind of transform that energy uh, of frustration into execution? And I think that's what's going to be key for Marshall um, going down to Murfreesboro in a place that historically has not been kind to them. If you ask, uh, you know, any Marshall fan um, in, in the last, you know, six, seven years, um, some of their worst memories of road games, they're going to happen in Murfreesboro. Triple overtime losses, um, games that they should have won when they've gotten beat. And so, uh, Murfreesboro uh, there at Johnny Red Floyd Stadium, um, a tough place to play. Uh, Marshall uh, will have their work cut out for him. Middle Tennessee's a talented team. Um, And, you know, it'll be uh, the Conference USA debut for for Coach Huff. And so, um, you know, the thing Marshall has to realize is that uh, their goals are still on the table. Um, You know, you make it through your non-conference schedule. You learn some about yourself, what you do well, um, what you need to improve on. Uh, But uh, conference games are, are a season of their own, a chance to start over, start fresh. Uh, and make make some noise in Conference USA, and and uh, hopefully um, Marshall has, has kind of learned from their mistakes and uh, come into conference play w- w- with a fresh mindset because they've got a chance to. Um, and, and I don't I don't have to tell you that Conference USA across the board is not a very strong football conference. Um, they've got a chance to make some noise and uh, to you know play for a conference title come season's in if they can um, keep their nose to the grindstone and, and play four quarters of quality football. All right, Luke. Well, thanks for joining us. Have fun in Murfreesboro and have some barbecue. I know Dr. Bailey would like if you had some barbecue. Hey, if, if you go down to the Tennessee area, down there in Nashville, Memphis, if you go down and don't have barbecue, you, you might as well have just stayed home. That's true. All right, Luke. Well, have a great weekend, and I'll look forward to reading your story tomorrow or Sunday. You too. All right. You too. We'll Luke, see you guys. Luke Creasy, Herald Dispatch, covering gets the call to cover the Marshall game. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty good stuff. Uh, well, this segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. ParsonsFordMartinsburg.com. When we come back, we'll talk Shepherd, Marshall, more Marshall, and WVU. That's next on the Sports Mix. Three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above market trade in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Burke Schultz, Harmon, and Jenkinson, where accident, injury, and disability lawyers with over 120 years combined local trial experience. When injury or illness has stopped you from working, you may be eligible for Social Security disability. Ron Harmon has been winning disability claims for over a quarter of a century. Don't hire some out-of-state firm. Ron Harmon's in Martinsburg. He will meet with you right here in our office. Get a local lawyer you can trust. Call 304-LAWYERS for a free consultation. 304-LAWYERS or 304-263-0900. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? 
perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. It's week five of NCAA Division II football on TV10 as the Shepherd University Rams play host to the Shippensburg Raiders. Third down here, third and four. Straight drop back from Bajan. He now rolls out to the right, looking deep down the sideline. A wide open Ryan Beach, and he'll walk in for six. Touchdown, Rams. It's Hall of Fame weekend between the Rams and the Raiders. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 11.30 right here on TV10 and the WRR-TV YouTube channel. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV10. Where's those boys got the counter? I get 55 to the gallon. They listen to a new school. Welcome back to this Football Friday edition of the Sports Mix. And perfect timing for that promo to play, Nick. Yeah. We're talking Shepard to, to jump off this segment. And uh, big weekend, Hall of Fame weekend, coming off their first loss of the season, 37-29, to to Cutstown last weekend. And Shippensburg, uh, didn't really realize this because, you know, haven't been as tuned in to Shepherd football. I knew they were, you know, I knew about Shepherd. Wasn't really a huge fan prior to moving into this area. But I didn't realize how big the Shippensburg Shepherd matchup is. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to, I think, the 1920s that these teams have met up before. And, you know, I mean, this is a, a big time rivalry, obviously, probably the or it is the team that, uh, as you'll hear from Coach McCook here in a little bit, that Shepherd has played the most of any team in the PSAC. Yeah, and actually we'll play that right now. Shippensburg is if you look at our 2021 football schedule, we have that we have the greatest history with Shippensburg University football. We've played more games against them than we have anybody on our schedule. They're an hour and 15 minutes away. We have a lot of alums and that really this game means a lot to. So this is a regional rivalry for us and it's a, it's an important football game for our program. Uh, whether we're at the top of the division, at the bottom of the division, we're playing Shippensburg, local bat bragging rights. We're going to have to play well. They're going to come amped up, ready to play. Hopefully we'll be amped up, ready to play, and we'll execute at a high level. Obviously need to execute at a high level after a loss last week. Yeah, and Ship comes in at 4-0, so, I mean, this is a good team this year, or at least they've played well Are so they far. Ranked? They are not ranked. The teams they played haven't been the best, but okay. still, 4-0 is 4-0. And Bryson Mussina, obviously the son of Mike Mussina, one of the top quarterbacks in the PSAC. He can sling it. Uh, you know, I'm pretty familiar with both their running backs. Uh, they're both Pennsylvania guys in Khalid Dorsey and Bill Williams. 
actually played against Bill Williams in middle school. I think every time <laughs> he touched the ball, he scored against us. So, uh, you know, he's he's their top running back. Um, you know, some of their receivers are talented as well. So offensively, they can put up points. They're kind of similar to Shepard in that area. So I'm expecting a pretty high-scoring game um, between these two teams. And, you know, you can't underlook this ship team, even though they've been down for the past couple of years. They've had some great teams in the past as well. So, you know, I think th- this should be another good matchup. What what does Shepard have to do this week that they – like, what went wrong last week for them that they have to change this week? I think there was just a, a lot of little things that went wrong, and it started with really when they got down and had the field goal attempt and that got blocked, then they were down 10 – and, you know, that kind of put them in a tough situation throughout that game because Kutztown was just run the ball hard the whole game. You know, they they run a more physical offense than a lot of teams in college football nowadays like to run. I mean, they were running, lining up an eye formation, you know, just using a lot of different running backs out of the backfield. So I think, especially in this game, the defense is going to be key to get some key stops. So they really didn't do that, that much against Kutztown. And, you know, with a team like Shivensburg, who can put up points, if you can slow them down, we know Tyson Bajan and the Rams will get it going offensively. Um, you know, they were able to run the ball pretty well last week in the first half, but I think once they got down, they knew they had to throw it. And obviously, Bajan broke the record again for completions in the game, which the last time that happened was against Kutztown as a loss. So I think in this game against Shivensburg, you know, if you can contain them a little bit, slow them down offensively, you'll be okay, obviously. So defense is really, I think, the key and not making those little mistakes that lead to points like a blocked field goal. Yeah, you can't have those mistakes. You just can't have those mistakes, especially if you want to do what the Shepard team wants to do and has done historically. Yeah, that completely shifted the momentum in the game because at that point you're going to be down three and then all of a sudden you're you're down ten. So you're, uh, you know, in a completely different situation than what you would have been and it, it really changed momentum. It definitely changed momentum. And, you know, what? what's going to be – what did you talk about with uh, McCook? What's going to be the key for them this week? Uh, just pretty much what he normally wants to emphasize, you know, really trying to, you know, get the ground game going, I think, is a little bit. And also, you know, uh, slow down this, this Schiffensburg offense because he acknowledged it as well. You know, how talented Messina is and how he's able to spread the ball around and, and make big plays. So that'll be tomorrow, 12 noon kickoff, 1130 pregame, you and Travis Smith. Check the rest of that whole interview that we just had a little bite tomorrow. That will be on the pregame show. Yep. All right, now let's transition, talk some WVU football. Uh, they're playing Texas Tech, I believe, this week. They are. That is a 3.30 kickoff with a 12 noon pregame show. They're just trying to bounce back after that close loss last week. Yeah, and this is a winnable football game, too, for WVU. Texas Tech got smoked by Texas last week. I think it was 70-35, to so a ton of points were scored. Yeah. Um, and I think West Virginia obviously has one of the top defenses in the Big 12. So this is a winnable football game for the Mountaineers, um, you know, against a, a team that certainly had its struggles against Texas but it is tough to bounce back from those close losses and the Mountaineers have had a lot of those already 
a close loss to Maryland on the road. Now you have a close loss to Oklahoma, but you also have a big win over Virginia Tech team. So it's another you know pretty good matchup with Texas Tech. And I think you go in with confidence and, and the Mountaineers can get this win. Um, if not, then things are starting to get hot on the seat of Neil Brown because I don't think this is a top Texas Tech team. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. And I think they'll definitely need to get a win, string some wins together in this conference. Yeah, and, and as we know, the Big 12 is pretty wide open this year behind Oklahoma you know, we'll see what Texas ends up being, but you could you could win out here and, and get a rematch with the Sooners. I don't think that's too unrealistic. I mean, Baylor's ranked right now, but we don't know. You know, just because you're ranked at this point, they obviously knocked off Iowa State, which was a big win. But besides that, they haven't played the toughest of competition. Oklahoma State, that's a big game in the Big 12. Oklahoma State and Baylor this week, but Oklahoma State's big wins you know they look pretty impressive overall they beat a Tulsa team they beat Boise they beat uh, Kansas State who's ranked last week so I still feel like at this point in the season though you really don't know who's going to be that next best team and you expect Oklahoma to be that team but again they struggled last week so I think the Big 12 is pretty wide open and the Mountaineers need this win to kind of get some momentum heading into the remaining stretch of the season they definitely do. And we'll just touch a little bit more on Marshall. We talked about it with Luke because he'll be covering that game for the Herald Dispatch. They really – I think I think if they lose to Middle Tennessee, three straight losses, it could be a tough Conference USA schedule for the new coach. And it should, again, be a winnable game. Yes. Like Luke hinted at Conference USA is not the best no. conference for football, especially this year where really – besides UAB and Marshall, and it appears Charlotte's pretty good this year, and UTSA, but those teams aren't, I don't think, on the schedule. I think only UAB's on the schedule. Charlotte should be, right, because they're an East team. But, um, you know, Marshall's schedule is Yeah, Marshall's at Charlotte November 20th. And we know Middle Tennessee's beaten Marshall before, obviously. It's 6-4 all time in favor yeah. of the Thundering Herd. So it's a completely different era, but this is a winnable football game, even though it's on the road in kind of a weird environment. Marshall needs this win, and they should win by two scores, I think, this week for you to feel confident heading into the rest of the conference play. Definitely. I would agree with you on that. And let's take a look at some other big college football games this weekend. Uh, we'll start out tonight. I know one one particular listener or watcher will definitely be appreciative that we're talking about this. Number five, Iowa, heading to undefeated 4-0 Maryland. Iowa only comes in three-point favorite. Yeah, that's shocking to me. I thought it would be, you know, a 10, 12 point favorite because obviously they're top five team in the country and Maryland is known for having not the best of football teams. Now, they certainly appear to be a whole lot better this year. And as somebody that grew up a Terps fan, you know, I'm excited for that game as well. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a huge game. Talia Tagovailoa. <laughs> that's the best you're going to get out of me is going to try to sling that rock. And I think I'm going to ISO that and just play it whenever we talk yeah. about them. I mean, that, that works. Um, you know, Iowa has had some good wins, but again, it's early in the Big Ten season as well, so you really don't know who is a contender. And maybe if Maryland gets this win, they can emerge as one of those teams with Ohio State and Penn State. They really do play in the, in the tougher of the two divisions. Yeah, they do. And a lot of top 10 matchups this week. I didn't – or even top 12. We'll, we'll just put it at top 12. But we'll start out with – 
Uh, number eight, Arkansas visiting. Number two, Georgia. Georgia's a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I think Arkansas covers. Um, you know, and Arkansas's been impressive this year. You also got that Ole Miss-Alabama game. Lane Kiffin versus Saban. Every time Saban goes up against his coordinators, that's fun. And we know Kiffin is – I mean, he's he's funny. He's a crazy so, guy. Yeah, that should be a shootout. So that will be a fun game as well. Yeah, and then uh, number nine, Notre Dame hosting number seven, Cincinnati. That and should be a great Surprisingly, game. Cincinnati is favored. So yeah. <laughs> that that kind of comes off as a shock, but, you know, Cincinnati's building the, the big best. program. They, they have, and, you know, the Bearcats, we know that they stopped the herd last time I saw them in person, but yeah. uh, that, that will be a fun one. It will be a fun one. And then another top 25 matchup. Baylor, number 21, Baylor traveling to number 19, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, I touched on that a little bit earlier. I think that's a big game, obviously, in the Big 12, and we'll kind of see who maybe emerges as the next team behind Oklahoma. And that could still be Iowa State, obviously. You know, one loss doesn't derail a season, but uh, certainly you know, two ranked teams going at it in the Big 12 certainly has some uh, – intrigue for now at least yeah one more that we'll touch on it's not both teams are not ranked but the line is interesting number 22 auburn visiting unranked lsu lsu three-point favorites <laughs> the, the tigers man and yeah, tigers tiger bowl <laughs> i like yeah. the tigers i'll <laughs> well, tell you that either way somebody's gonna win that's the tigers right yes i like the tigers all right also just got a text from Matt Crawford, who'll be in College Park tonight. 30-yard line, lower level, go Terps. There you go. There you go. And, and I he'll think be he'll be at Shepard, right? I was going to say, I think he's making the trip up to come to Shepard tomorrow as well. So, shout out Matt Crawford. And we've reached the final break of the day here on the Sports Mix. This segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford. Revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We come back. We'll talk NFL as we wrap up the, this week of the sports mix next on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. In the cranberry glades, ain't got bars nor the charge to call her anyway. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. 
Youth Wrestling is back in Martinsburg. Martinsburg Mat Club is excited to announce we are opening registration on Monday and Tuesday evenings from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Main Street Athletics Facility located at 303 West Main Street in Hedgesville. Registration is open to athletes between the ages 6 to 14 years old. More information can be found by following slash contacting us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Martinsburg Mat dash club. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg has a brand new list of daily specials. Monday, stop on in for burger night or enjoy a nice juicy steak every Tuesday and Wednesday. The Palace Lounge also offers freshly steamed shrimp Thursdays and chef specials every Friday and Saturday. Sunday is all-day breakfast and there are drink specials daily too. So come enjoy the Palace Lounge. You can find them on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard. The excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. Braxton Todd cutting right up the middle. He's into the clear at the 30. It's a foot race down the near side hash mark. Look at Adams catch him from behind as he gets to him, but he breaks the tackle. Braxton Todd gets away and goes in for the score. Two and three Washington Patriots travel up route nine to take on their EPAC foe, the undefeated Martinsburg Bulldogs. Friday night at 7 p.m. with pregame show starting at 6 p.m. followed by the sports mix at 5 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix. Sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Want to give a quick shout out to one of our old buddies in Huntington tuning into the show, chiming in via text message. That is Justin Zimmer. We got to see him a, m- a month ago now, right? Yeah, something like that. Zimmer's that was a, a month dude. ago. He gets his shout outs on the show whenever I talk about his fantasy team. So, yeah, you were not, you didn't want to give him a shout out. <laughs> I was just messing around. I don't care what you do. You can shout out Zimmer. All right. Well, let's talk some NFL action as we've got just about, uh, just under six minutes left in the show now. As last night, kind of a shocker, the Bengals barely beat the the 0-4 Jaguars. They never led in the game. They were shut out in the first half, scored 24 points in the final two quarters. Jaguars just can't finish the game, but it was nice to see the Jaguars leading because going going 0-4, not even being in the game would suck. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But obviously, too, I think for Trevor Lawrence's development, that's important for him to get he some confidence. He made some great throws last night. And, and not have to be under constant pressure while in the pocket is certainly good. I think from my perspective as a Ravens fan, it's nice to know that the Bengals aren't very good. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's all I really got on that one. I mean, all they really they beat Pittsburgh, so how bad is Pittsburgh this year? Uh, we'll talk about Pittsburgh in a moment, but the, game, the first game we'll have on Sunday, pregame show 11 a.m., 1 p.m. kick. Washington travels to Atlanta to take on the Falcons, both 1 and 2 on the season so far. Washington, a one and a half point favorite. 
Washington needs to get the ground game going and Terry McLaurin going, and they could and play sound defensively. They can get a win. Yep, the defense is what I'm keeping my eye on because they've been so disappointing, and they kind of do need to be the strength of this team. And I think, you know, for Washington, this is a very winnable football game. Atlanta is not that great this year. Matt Ryan is kind of on his way out. They don't have a great defense. They don't have a really good running attack either. So there's not a ton to fear when the Falcons come or when you make the trip to Atlanta to play the Falcons. But, again, you got to take advantage of these winnable football games. And, you know, Washington obviously not looking the best early on this season. Played well, I think, against the Chargers. Didn't play that great against the down Giants team and didn't play. I mean, they played okay against the Giants, but they kind of played more like a team like the Giants, which I think Washington is expecting to be in contention for a wild card in the division, which they haven't really shown that so far. So this is a chance to kind of, uh, you know, do that and prove that you belong. Yeah, definitely. And now we'll move to the Steelers, a team you're not too proud to talk about because I'd rather talk about the Steelers than the Browns. Okay. Yes. But so the Steelers were partial Steelers affiliate. That game kicks off 425 Eastern in green Bay playing the Packers Packers open up six and a half point favorite Packers two and one on the season, two straight wins after a bad week, one loss Steelers one and two on the season. We will pick that game up at just about 5 PM Sunday as we'll join it in progress after the Washington football team post game show. Um, Steelers not looking too good in this matchup if Aaron Rodgers has been the Aaron Rodgers of the last two weeks. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger looks like, I don't even know, he looks terrible. I mean, he, he's old. He hasn't been the same since the elbow injury, and now it's just catching up with him. And I think, um, you know, an interesting quote this week was Aaron Rodgers, I think, said that he loves Pittsburgh, and he, he, he enjoys that town. So maybe maybe he's looking to come to Pittsburgh after this season. Uh, but, you know, when does Pittsburgh maybe think about Haskins or even Rudolph? I mean, they already know what they have in Rudolph. So if it's another bad week and if Mike Tomlin is going to try to turn around this season, I don't think Ben can get it done when all of his completions, I think, last week were within five yards. Yeah. So no, he's looking like he needs to retire. So do you go to Haskins if it's another rough week? And I think you got to at least consider it because we know they can't run the ball. They don't have a great offensive line. They have a talented back and Najee Harris. I just I don't know. I don't I don't know how long this this you can go with this. And then your Ravens travel to Denver to take on the Broncos. Line is even. Yeah, because nobody really knows how good Denver is. You know their wins have been all been against winless teams. So. It's a matchup of two former Louisville quarterbacks as well, and Teddy Bridgewater versus Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. And probably the greatest Louisville quarterback played for the Baltimore Colts and Johnny Nice. <laughs> Another connection kind of there. And then Sunday night football, Brady and Gronk return to New England to take on the Patriots. We'll have that one through Westwood One's coverage. We'll pick that up at 8 p.m. after the Steelers game concludes. That should be a good one. Brady coming back. Yeah, and NBC's going hard with the promotions this week for it. They got yeah, the they Today are. Show out there. They got the uh, nightly news of Lester Holt. They got this cringy promo with Adele playing. I don't know what's going on, but they're they're hyping it up. I I, I think the Bucks should win relatively easily, especially going against a rookie quarterback. All right, well, I'm going to throw – I kind of told you about this before. We got about 10 seconds before the outro. 
Something you're looking forward to this weekend, non-sports related. I'm going home, so I'll see some family, see uh, some friends as well. So that will be fun. I'm going home as well, celebrating my sister's birthday. It should be fun, fun time as we've hit the end of the show today. And we'll... A lot of stuff to look forward to this weekend. A lot of stuff to watch locally. We'll get you, uh, we'll get you all caught up that with that on Monday at noon and five p.m. For Luke Creasy coming on the show for Nick Verzellini. I'm Spencer Dupuis saying have a great weekend, everyone. Six p.m. pregame show for Martinsburg hosting Washington tonight on Talk Radio WRNR and TV Ten.